0: It's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, but in this case, it's kind of like keeping up with Charles the Fat and Louis the Stammer, but settle down, gents. Settle down. The size of your rampart doesn't matter. Welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded from my home bathroom. I'm your host, Hunter Hoover, and I love bathrooms. Um, This week, I uh, I was speaking to the 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 magnificent Michael Wall, um, former former guest on the show, uh, and <laughs> if I have anything to do with it, future guest. Uh, but I was talking to him. I, I you know I regularly run into Michael uh, at the end of my workday at the school, kind of beginning of his workday at the school, and. Recently, Michael has been, has just been enjoying ride after ride on the floor scrubber. It's really great. Uh, and he, he threatened to run me down. He would never do it, but I obviously got out of the way. Um, but after this, this choice, Michael occasion interaction here, um, my, my other buddy, Josh and I are standing there and we're talking to Michael and Michael informs that he's, he's just baffled, you know, and Michael just says, you know, I, I'm always just baffled by the amount of of just the sheer density and the amount of actual fecal content that some of some of these kids produce. And there's never any toilet paper. That's the thing. Michael noted that there is next to no toilet paper in, in the bowl. And it, it only leaves you to believe that these people are just produce producing just sus, such girthsome logs. That it wipes for them, like it's it. They come pre-wiped, uh, but it like it's just the turds that are clogging the toilet. He notes. I also want to note while we're while we're speaking about Wehrman, uh, you know the guy has been playing what many people would argue would be too much of the new Harry Potter game. Now, uh, though, I myself do enjoy Harry Potter. I haven't dipped my toe into this new uh video game and this is not a podcast where we're going to advertise or talk about it but um, in short i haven't played it because i don't have a machine to play it on and i'm highly unmotivated to spend hundreds of dollars at this point to get said machine uh and so my son and i have been enjoying it like a seven eight year old video game at this point breath of the wild in anticipation of the new legend of zelda game coming out hopefully this year but if if video games track records for releasing when they say has anything to say about it, it won't be this year. Uh we maybe next year. It'd be nice to have it for like the holidays though this year. That'd be pretty rad. But yeah, he's been playing a lot of the the Harry Potter game and something that's been on my mind. So like and in it, you know, he told me like you can explore all the parts of the castle. Like you can really just get just sully deep into this this Hogwarts castle. And, it, and it's made me wonder a couple things. Like, the first is, and, and it's on my mind more often than it probably should be, is how the people in the world of Harry Potter deal with their waste. Like, do they have a magical solution? Now, we know they have pipes because in book two, in the Chamber of Secrets, Time to Nerd, welcome to welcome to the Privy Book Club here. Uh, we're going to talk about the pipes in Harry Potter, Harry Potter's pipe. Uh, but we know they have indoor plumbing and we hear there is flushing the toilets in the scenes with moaning Myrtle and how she spends her time in the S-Bend. Like, we know that they have plumbing, so they are not relying on magical means for removing their waste, much like they do for electricity, rather than using the muggle electricity. But, like, you know why... <laughs> It sort of got me wondering, like, did Dumbledore update those bathrooms? Because to my knowledge, I was pretty sure they didn't have flush toilets back then. Like, when when the castle would have been built, I'm pretty confident they didn't have flush toilets. So they would have updated it. And so my question to anyone who is playing this Harry Potter, this, this new Harry Potter game, is, what's the toilet situation? Like, can you, first, number one, can you explore the bathrooms? And number two... What is the toilet situation like? Does it look like it, it is modern toilets? And are we just accepting that? We have some data. And what's interesting is the data we have is, is somewhat somewhat weird. Like, again, we know they have pipes. But those are... When the castle was built, that would not have probably been the, the thing that they would have used. So I decided to verify, like, okay. So if you built a big old castle back in the, like the olden times long time ago in a galaxy not so far away like what (laughs) what would those what would those bathrooms look like and that googling and the resulting rabbit hole eventually became this episode because this week on privy we're going to be talking about medieval plumbing specifically as that medieval plumbing relates to castles the term castle derives from too many words. Like, I mean, like, there are too many to count. It comes from so many. But they essentially all boil down to the idea of a fortified place. Now, when you're looking for a place to drop a stack, you're going to want a fortified place. You don't want somebody sneaking up on you uh, and, and, and catching you unawares and, while you're trying to do your business. I mean, I think I've shared the story on here um, If not, this is an informal hunter's anecdotes, and if I have, you can disregard my previous comment, but about how like many of us living in the dorms at Corbin University, I'm going to start tacking Corbin University onto a lot of the nonsense that I do. Um, I'm sure that they'll love to have their dorms and their whole thing associated with what we're doing here, but um, in the dorms of Corbin University, there was many of us who regularly would not lock the stalls. And that way, when there was a newcomer to the bathroom, you can pa-chow, knock that stall door wide open, and you then you're face-to-face with your intruder. Like, there's no sneaking up on that. But they all boil... The, the term castle all derives from words that essentially mean, like, a fortified place. As a result, the term has led many to believe that castles were built and used primarily as military fortification. Now... While this is often the case, like, you know, think about all of the very good. Think about like Clash Royale. You get your little castle built in the center of your little thing or not Clash Royale, Clash of Clans. The teens are loving it right now. But like. It's often the case that castles were there for military fortification, but they are likely much more than that. Ooh. Oh, that's crisp. Oh, man. That orange vanilla seltzer is just hitting real strong. Castles were designed to be fortified, usually as a residence of a lord or other nobility, such as a king, a prince, or one of those things. You know, nobilities. The Carolingian Empire, I'm sure I butchered the formal term of that, But the Carolingian Empire, which would expand greatly under the leadership of Charlemagne, headed into the time of expansion during the early days of the Holy Roman Empire, which, as one of my college professors so rightfully pointed out, was anything but holy, not technically Roman, and without the presence of an emperor, not an empire. But I digress. Charlemagne, which, remember, in our previous episode, Charlemagne, um died at which point a guy named Louis the Pious, Louis the Pious, either way, took over. I bet that guy was a real treat to have at parties. Like Louis might have been pretty pious, but he sucked at keeping a handle on his kingdom. Let me tell you. I mean, forgive me empire cuz he's not a king. He had three sons, which could you imagine like, "Oh, hey, who's coming to the party? Oh, Louis the Pious is on the list." Well, there goes all that fun times. Um, but Lewis the pious had three sons. Speaking of not being able to manage your empire and these three sons would fight over the whole kingdom, the whole thing. Um, after they ousted their dad, which wouldn't be death until 843, when his kids came to an agreement at the treaty of Verdun, then there was a guy named Charles the bald after whose reign they began to be attacked by Vikings old bald, Charlie. Getting really roached and poached by the Vikings out here. Uh, really getting it, getting the works by the Vikings. Old Bald Charlie died and his son, Louis, the, 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 the Stammerer, took over. These names don't seem real sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Like, they seem like weird NPC names in, like, Skyrim or, like, Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, Louis the Stammerer. I wonder why they would called him that. I bet he was pretty eloquent. Two other wild names while we're on the topic are Charles the Fat. Poor bloke. I hope that he was like a really skinny guy. And and Bozo of Vienna. So good. So good. It sounds like the Three Stooges. Louis, Charles, and Bozo. By the 1800s, the empire was divided. Individual lords and princes would take up defending their own territories. And when you're trying to fortify a position and need a place to live within that position, that is also close to where you're in control of, you have the makings of a castle. In fact, you probably made yourself a castle. Castles at this time in the, in the 1800s started to pop up all over Europe. At first, they were made of wood and dirt. Later, they used cut stones to further fortify these settlements. Now, when you get a bunch of lords and things in an area all trying to defend their land you get into what kind of becomes a case of my castle's bigger pissing match like it became kind of a a sign of of prosperity and wealth to have the biggest most fortified castle in the area um you know It's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, but in this case, it's kind of like keeping up with Charles the Fat and Louis the Stammer, but settle down, gents, settle down. The size of your rampart doesn't matter. (sighs) But they still did this, and castles, as a result, began popping up all over Europe. The castles also, again, served as a symbol of wealth and power. They would be built into a hillside, a rocky cleft, and other outcroppings. Now, these castles that were built, they have a number of significant features. They have a lot of features. Many include a bailey, a keep. A a bailey is like a, a location in the castle, not a person named bailey. Although, maybe they did have people named bailey inside the castle. Who am I to say? The gatehouse, the battlements, the great hall, you know, classic castle stuff. But none of this helps our purposes it it doesn't help us understand the bathroom situation in these castles like at the end of the day charles you know charles the fat's taking a big fat charles like so like where did he do it where did fat charles drop his fat charles while the most common bathroom feature of this period as we have discussed in a number of episodes is you poop or pee into a pot, and then that is carried outside your dwelling place to a set location and dumped. Um, you know, you, you go ran, you go macho man Randy Flambage into the 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 piss pot, and that is carried outside of the living quarters and dumped. Usually rinsed, hopefully rinsed, and and dumped out. Often into the streets, um, where the lowly citizens would have to walk through it. But if you're trying to shut yourself up in a fortified place like a castle, you may not have the luxury of taking it outside the castle walls to dump whenever you need. I mean, I'm sure they did that like for some time. Like, well, I'll just take it outside the walls and dump it. But interestingly enough, many castles were built along a river or other depression that would later be filled with water. Now. While you could just dump your skeet in the street, they would often dig out moats and other previous castles that were not located near enough to water would dig out these these depressions in the ground so as to be filled with water, thus like creating your own river. These nearby water sources, also known as moats, served as added defense. You couldn't sneak in on the sides now. But you know what they don't tell you about these moats? At the end of the day, moats were essentially sewer systems for the castle and its occupants. If you were tasked with emptying the the pot outside the gates, or in many cases, over the edge of the wall, you would be very likely to dump that pot into the moat, which lies below. Now, if that sounds like a toilet, you aren't totally wrong. Um, This system of of dumping it overboard didn't last long because many castles were fitted with a feature called a garter robe. A garter robe is essentially a hole that you would poop into or through that would carry the waste out of the castle and down the moat. The most rudimentary of these garter robes would just be a simple hole in the wall that you press your beefy hands up to and let fly the the more intricate systems would have a seat with a with a carved essentially piping it was more just carved hole that the that the matter that you expelled would travel down often carried by water you would pour down it now um if that sounds a little bit like a toilet you're you're aren't totally wrong um they didn't have running water It just kind of emptied out into the open air, often directly into the moat or onto the hillside where the logs would accumulate and roll down into the moat via gravity. What a beautiful system. Like You're approaching the castle and you just kind of see these little turds just kind of fall from the side of the castle, fall from the edge of these little outcroppings down into the moat, sploosh below. originally, uh robes were used as storerooms for valuables. It comes from the French word for wardrobe. What's unfortunate is the same word is used in castles to describe the waste moving turd depository system described previously. Could you imagine? Some king deigns himself to bring himself to visit some commuter. Asks where their garderobe robe is and they take him to a storage room and he just drops a royal because he's a king deuce in the corner of their closet like bad luck, king charles like now you have a little pile of charles in the storage room we gotta rename one we don't have to because we don't have to worry about this system anymore (laughs) but you know it's an unfortunate thing that these i wonder if that ever happened in these castles the garter robes would be again of varying types some looked kind of like a toilet with a rudimentary stone seat or a wooden platform with a hole in it that you'd make your deposits into. That's best case scenario. But you have to imagine like a stone seat. How cold would that be? Like these these castles weren't heated and Europe isn't like the warmest place in the world all year round. Like you're putting bare beef on ice cold stones, flipping cold and hard, you know? If you're going with the wood option, I, I fear the same thing we've discussed in the past about getting splinters in your butt. That's the seated option, but there's another option that's a lot more like what people would describe as a glory hole. You just press your butt up to the hole and let it rip right out the side of the castle. Down to the murky moat. It it makes you wonder, you know, how many times do you think these castles got sieged? And my, and my dude has just got his butt pressed up to the garter robe hole, just letting it fly. And he's like, come on, they're they're attacking the wall. And he's like, outside of the the wall is just, this dude's like, plop, 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 coming down. And depending on how far that drop is to the moat below, man, you had to have varying degrees of sound on that hit. Like... Like you ever, you ever stand on a bridge, like especially one where like you can't necessarily see what's down below, and you just like toss stuff off, and you listen for the sound of the kerplunky. Like imagine that, but it's your turds hitting the poop moat. It's a, it's a gravity impacted plop. There's a variety of garter robes. In Germany, they have a thing called a Dansker, which is like a garter robe. But it's in a tower, um. So they had the the intelligence and the the <laughs> wherewithal to build their Dookie Tower separate from the side of a building. They had the wherewithal to build theirs, um, in a tower that's like on the other side of a bridge, which often travels over the river, remote, and it and it separates and gets the the left deposits further away from the water sources of the castle. It's a little bit smarter. The moat often <clears throat> would carry the the, pro- the the ingredients necessary for cholera and other diseases. Note the the health problems and conditions of the time. It's the murky moat. you know you're just you're just trying to live your life in the kingdom as a king in your castle. You got to, you know, you hit up, you hit up ye olde taco bell and it's hitting you at 2am and you got to hit the garter robe and, and big Doug hasn't finished carving out your stone seat. So you got to press beefy ham up against the wall of the thing and just let fly out the hole down into the murky moat below where likely so many enemies and so many, traders have been tossed. And as you do, your enemy approaches on the roadside and they see the deposit come out the side of the castle and plummet. And and your enemy thinks to themselves while wow, we know what they're doing. It the paints quite a bit different of a picture of these moats. They were not swimming pools, unless of course the castle was built along a running river. Like if it's if it's on a running piece of running water, that's that's a different story. But if you had a stagnant moat with standing water, there would definitely be something extra floating around in that swamp. Like that is not a body of water that you want to get messed up in, mixed up in. Garderobes and moats. It's my, it's, it, it's one of my personal hopes that I am able to use a garderobe one day. Um, who knows? It, it's hard to say. Either way, it really changes the look of those Disney castles and the fairy tales, huh? Like, you have that pristine moat that's always crystal clear. I'm pretty confident it wasn't that crystal clear. With that, we were approaching the end of another episode of Privy. Thank you for joining us. I, I hope that you uh, enjoyed this discussion. I want to take a moment um, and just remember, take time to be thankful. No, you know, I, let's all be thankful that one... For the most part, we don't have to worry about getting splinters in our backside. Second, when we have to poop, we have indoor plumbing to carry it away. We don't have to put our butt up to a hole in the wall and let it fly and thus out the out the thing. I imagine those holes got pretty randy. Like, there's not a lot of aiming that happens when you are pooping in such a way. And so, let's all be thankful that we aren't on that system anymore here at Privy, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Send us an email, privycast at gmail.com. Leave us episode suggestions, comments, concerns. If you want to be on the show and have some stories to tell, let us know. We would love to hear from you. Uh, We'll try to answer you back on that. Also, follow us on social media. We're at PrivyCast. We've got all the social medias now, we're trying to keep those active as we can, struggling with Discord. Join us on the Discord, PrivyCast. Uh, and if you, if you need an invite, feel free to message the show through another means and we'll, we'll get you at it over there. Uh, we're sharing some stories, sharing some images, those type things. I want to remind you that you can leave a rating or review. The five-star options are preferred, but more importantly, um, when you leave a rating or review, we will be donating $1 to the Wounded Warriors Project for every rating left. Uh, If you leave a typed review on Apple Podcasts, um, we will be bumping that up to a couple bucks there. So, um, yeah, send those ratings our way. Get some ratings out there, even if you're one of those people that's like, oh, man, I never rate a podcast. I don't want to take the time. It takes like 30 seconds. Just do it. And we would love to add to February's donation. So uh, go do that. And uh, it takes about 30 seconds less if you're using Spotify. Spotify. And, uh, yeah, it's just a reminder that uh, the free world wasn't always free. As always, we would like to thank Kevin McLeod and Poddington Bear for the use of music here in Privy. Thank you so much, Kevin and Poddington. This has been another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep pooping in the free world. Don't forget to wash your butthole. And now, as always, don't forget to flush.